What is up and welcome to another episode of Draft is in Session. We got one of the my favorite players in the draft. This guy is not being talked about enough. We had to get him on to hopefully boost that draft stock up to the second or first round. My main man, Terrell Bernard. What is going on, brother? What's going on, man? I appreciate you having me on. Dude, we are excited here at LA Football Network to get you on the air. We're going to kind of go into your background football-wise, growing up playing football in Texas, to your journey to Baylor, to now becoming an NFL draft pick. Before we do that, Terrell, I got to go into my sponsor. It's Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info and odds. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters Championship and the start of the Major League Baseball coming soon. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So join today. Learn why everyone is saying Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way. Uh, to wager on popular sports and games, bet online where the game starts. Terrell, I am always fascinated on, you know, what pushes people to play football, you know, to begin with. Um, you you grew up in Texas. Um, you know, that area is like the most football crazy area, I feel like, in the entire country. Do you remember like a specific instance where you, you know, saw football or wanted to get involved with it? Was there like a spark or a moment that got you to where you are today? Yeah, man, you know, I, I like you said, I grew up in Texas, so, you know, sports, obviously football is always, you know, a huge thing. Um, you know, I just remember watching the NFL, and really the guy that sticks out to me was just always just Ray Lewis. And, you know, some of his, some of his uh, you know, how he played the game, uh, you know, his, his motivational speeches he used to give. Um, I think growing up as a six, seven, eight-year-old, um, you know, in Texas, wanting to do, wanting to play sports and wanting to do, you know, something like that was was really my first memory of, you know, what really got me interested in, in playing football. Dude, Ray Lewis, one of my all-time favorites. The dirty bird walk he does when he comes in. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the most iconic things in sports right there. So you get into it, you know, young kids, six, seven, eight. Choosing a high school in Texas is probably the biggest deal when it comes to football because that means this is where I'm going to go. I want to compete at the highest level. You chose Laporte, uh, Laporte High School in Texas. Um, can you describe to someone, because I'm from California – I have no idea what Friday Night Lights is like in Texas. You know, we've just seen the TV show. How big is high school football in Texas? Yeah, it's huge, man. So I grew up in a small town, uh, Laporte. It's right outside of Houston. Um, and, you know, football was everything. Uh, so I grew up, you know, watching, you know, Laporte High School football and always wanted to be a part of that. And then, you know, finally, finally being able to, you know, play there and have the chance to, you know, represent my hometown was, you know, just an awesome experience. Um, like you said, Texas is just – uh, crazy football town or football state and then Laporte specifically is a small knit community um, that loves its football so you know it was it was awesome to be a part of that too and I've looked you guys up you guys have a lineage of players that have made to the NFL you're going to be the latest of that group Sean Rogers was among that group you know former defensive tackle for the Lions and Arizona Cardinals it's a lot of talent coming out of Laporte Texas man you're a recruit you're getting recruited by a lot of different areas you had some very solid offers to play at a lot of different con uh, conferences. You know, Vanderbilt, that's an SEC, you know, school you could have potentially gone to. Uh, University of Washington, Colorado, that's Pac-12. But you initially committed to Houston before you went to Baylor. Uh, what made Houston stand out to you in the process? And then what ultimately made you switch to Baylor, which had Matt Rule at the time at the helm for the Baylor Bears? Yeah, so, you know, I was able to, able to you know, get some offers coming out of high school. Um 
you know, I thought Houston would be a great fit for me. You know, it was super close to home. Uh, like I said, being able to represent my hometown uh, was another, you know, it was another opportunity to basically do that. Um, and, you know, I was committed to Coach Herman and, you know, they were winning a lot of games, doing a lot of things there that, you know, was really intriguing. Um, so whenever, you know, Coach Herman left and he ended up going to Texas, uh, I decommitted, to, you know, kind of weigh my options. And right around that time was pretty much the same time that Coach Roy had just gotten to Baylor. So uh, he, he got there. I took an official visit. Uh, loved the school, loved the atmosphere, loved all the people that were that were coming in with Coach Rule. And, you know, I figured that would be, you know, a great a great shot for me to, to you know, stay in the state of Texas, uh, play some big time college football, you know, get a degree from, you know, one of the best one of the best colleges in the country. Man, I love it. And Matt Rule has that magic quality that has elevated him to becoming an NFL coach. You know, only 30 you know plus of those dudes in the league. But when you got there, man, you're there 2017. I believe that's the year you redshirted. You guys went one and eleven. Not a like great start to your Baylor career, but you know by year three you guys are playing in the Sugar Bowl. You know, twenty nineteen Matt Rule. What was the turnaround there? Because I mean that is one of the you know better turnarounds I can remember in college football. And we're gonna get to your next coach in a second who did exactly the same thing with you guys. What was the magic uh, recipe, so to speak, with Matt Rule to get you guys uh, you know playing at a high level by the time he left? Yeah, I think, you know, really just everybody buying into the process. Um, you know, he came in and told us it was going to be a long, hard road. And, you know, as long as we stuck to it and did what we were asked to do every day, you know, we, we would see the, the light at the end of the tunnel eventually. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much what happened. Uh, we came in and, you know, we had a, had a rough start at it for sure. Um, but I think, I think as, you know, some of the younger guys got older and, you know, we're playing a little bit more and we're more experienced. Um, you know, we we're able to win some games and, you know, do some do some pretty cool things leading up to that 2019 season. Man, pretty cool is an understatement. So rule leaves. You still got two years of eligibility left. This new guy, Dave Aranda, comes in and, you know, two and seven in the first year. You know, you're like, man, I got to go through this again. Like, yeah. you know, I got one more year left. Like, I'm not trying to lose. And you, a part of this big group that's coming out for Baylor, you know, we're going to get to your safeties a little later in this pod. But, dude, I mean, you guys went from two and seven to an 11 win year. You guys win the Big 12 championship and then you beat Ole Miss in the freaking bowl game. Talk about that, too. I mean, like, was that just another buying into the process? But to go from two to 11 wins in one year, I mean, that is as sizable as a jump as you can make at the college football level, man. Yeah, man, it was, you know, again, it was tough. The 2020 season, you know, that was the COVID year. Um, so, you know, new coach installing everything over Zoom. Um, not, we didn't have spring ball. We didn't have a lot of things that, you know, you typically have going into a season. Um, so it was very different. You know, after the 2019 season, we lost a lot of starters, a lot of guys that had played a lot of football for us. Um, so, you know, we were a young team coming in and, you know, ended up ended up losing a lot of close games and really just, you know, took our took our lick that year. Um, and, you know, we we had a had a had a big sit down talk at the end of the season. Um, pretty much everybody wanted to come back. Everybody wanted to do this thing right before we left. And, you know, I think just like I said, the experience. Um, we had another group of leaders coming in, another group of guys that, you know, knew what it took to, to win before. Um, and, you know, we were willing to do whatever it took, you know, to do that again. So I think I think it was a pretty, pretty cool moment for us. I'm biased, but I'm looking at your guys' tape. You are outstanding at the linebacker position, my man. But the guys behind you, you got to feel pretty confident. I think you had probably the two best safeties 
in college football last year behind you and Jalen Petrie and JT Woods. Let's sure. start with Petrie. Uh, what was he like as a teammate and like what do you project for him in the NFL uh, moving forward? Yeah, so Jan is like my best friend. Um, you know, we were roommates in college for the past three years. Uh, did everything together. So, you know, I'm, I'm super happy for him. You know, once you turn on the tape, I think he's probably the first guy that you see uh, flying around, making all types of plays, doing everything from, you know, fitting in the run game, uh, blowing up tight ends, TFLs, getting picks, getting sacks, things like that. Uh, just ultra productive, ultra competitive, and uh, probably the smartest player in the draft. Um, you know, I couldn't say enough good things about him, you know, from his journey from when he got there to, you know, how he ended up and what he what he ended up doing. Um, you know, it can't be can't be understated, you know, his his work ethic and, you know, just the type of person he is. And then, you know, the same thing for JT. JT was an early enrollee in 2018, uh, coming to Baylor after our 1-11 season. So he's been through, you know, everything that we talked about earlier. Um, one of the key pieces in, you know, this year's defense, last year's defense, um, holding things together. You know, he's playing the, the free safety spot, so he's roaming around a lot, you know, in the post, coming down a little bit. Um, you know, incredible range. Uh, he's a big, you know, big physical dude. Um, and, you know, you saw him run 4-3 at the combine, so you know he's super fast, um, ball hawking type guy. I think he had six picks this year. So, like you said, you know, two of the best, two of the best guys uh, to play behind me. So, you know, I was able to be pretty, pretty free and do do pretty much, you know, what I wanted to do with with those guys behind me. Man, we are so stoked to see those guys at the next level, making an impact, just like yourself, my man. Uh, NFL draft, it's coming up. I'm very interested in the training process because I can only put myself into your guys' shoes from afar. You know, I, I'm not an athlete. I just have kind of made the, you know, impact to do sports because it's like what I love to do. And I love talking to people like yourself. Um, give me like what the process is like. Uh, where did you train this year? What is the hardest and easiest thing, you know, about the training process? Uh, you know, try to get to your, your next uh, job in the league. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Like you said, I didn't really know. I mean, I didn't know anything about what went into, you know, draft or pre-draft prep, combine prep, all that stuff. Um, so literally we played the Sugar Bowl January 1st. I moved in and uh, to my apartment on January 2nd in Frisco. Uh, so I ended up training at Exos up there in Frisco with Brent Calloway and his staff. And, you know, they were they were awesome. But yeah, man, so you get there. Um, like I said, it was literally two days after we just finished the Sugar Bowl and I started started my training. Uh, so you're working out, you know, you, you got a bunch of things you have to do. So getting ready for the Senior Bowl, you know, you have, I think it was like four or five weeks of, of training, basically getting ready for that. So then you move from Frisco up to uh, Mobile for a week. So I'm staying there. Um, going through the Senior Bowl, you know, it's a pretty extensive process there as well, but, you know, a good a good experience. Um, so after your week at the senior bowl, you know, you move back to Frisco, do all of your training, uh, 40 training, you know, all your combine prep, all that stuff. And then you end up going to, uh, Indianapolis and, you know, going to the combine up there for, I think we were there for about four days. Um, so, you know, you stay up there and then move back to Frisco again. Um, and then you're there for four more weeks training, doing everything, getting ready for pro day. So then, you know, you move move to Waco again, go back for your pro day, and you're there for another week or so. Um, so it's been living out of suitcases and, you know, traveling a lot, doing a lot of different things. But 
you know, I had a had a great support system with the EXO staff that, you know, they're really flexible with us and, you know, helped us do a lot of things. So I couldn't be, you know, more thankful for, for all of them. Love it, man. Were you able to room with Jalen at uh, the Senior Bowl? Yeah, yeah, we roomed together there. So it was, it was cool. <laughs> Very natural transition there, having roomed together before. So that's that's awesome. Um, Senior Bowl, like what – the practices look really competitive. Uh, we were actually supposed to be down there this year. Unfortunately, we're not able to make it. What What is the type of environment there? Because it's an all-star game, but you guys are also being super competitive just because you guys are trying to show what you can, you know, to the scouts at the next level. So what is that like? Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't able to practice because I had pulled my hamstring right before I got up there. But I mean, just looking at it, it looked super competitive. You know, um, you got I don't even know a hundred guys, something like that. There, that's you know fighting basically to to you know show off their talents against the other best players in the country. Um, so, like you said, I mean, it's a it's an all star game, but you know those practices are are filled with scouts and GMs and head coaches. Uh, basically watching you to see how you compete against other people. So, I mean, like you said, it's very competitive. Um, after the practices, you know, you're in meetings pretty much for the rest of the day with uh, your staff. And then, you know, you meet with all the all the teams while you're up there as well. So it's pretty packed. Uh, you're doing a lot of things, but it's definitely a fun experience. Love it, man. And then for the combine, I'm always interested about this. To you, what was the most difficult drill to prepare for? Because it's just – it's a kind of a gauntlet of different things. And yeah. I'm always just intrigued to see, like, for an athlete like yourself, what is the most difficult thing for a linebacker, you know, doing the drills? Um, yeah, I would say probably just the the spatial – the spatial train, change of direction things um, because you're moving off of, off of a coach doing it instead of natural instinct when you're in a game or in practice – um, so basically reacting and that type of thing. Um, but I mean, besides that, I mean, it's, it's back to basic football. I mean, the testing stuff is more, more complicated because you're not really doing, you know, some of those things as much like running a 40. Uh, I hadn't done that since I was like a sophomore in high school. So getting, getting in a stance and getting comfortable in that and, you know, preparing for that was, you know, a little bit more stressful than the actual football stuff. Sure. And to me, like, that's the most overrated thing, you know, in sports. <laughs> 40-yard dash. Like, at the end of the day, you can either play football or you can't. Like, that's the way I look at it. So, I think it's incredibly overrated. Um, you don't have to tell us if you don't want to, but have you been meeting with, you know, different NFL teams uh, throughout the process? Yeah, yeah. I've met with a lot of teams. Um, you know, I met with the Bills, uh, met with the Eagles, um, the Bucks. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty much almost I would say pretty much about half the teams, um, you know, through Zoom meetings um, as well as you know you meet with everybody pretty much at at the Senior Bowl, and then as well at the Combine, you know, you have a scheduled set of meetings. So I met with the Giants at the Combine too. Um, so I mean, it's it's a pretty extensive list. I mean, you kind of meet with pretty much everybody. And then, you know, as you get closer to the draft, the teams that really are, are more interested in you will, will meet with you a little bit more and talk to you a little bit more. I love it, man. We are super excited for you. We hope to get you in LA for that matter with either the Chargers, or the Rams, because we could see you in person a lot closer. Um, this is kind of the speed round, man. We just, we just like to have fun here. We don't like to make this too, you know, crazy for you. Uh, this is the bet online speed round for the LA football network draft is in session. Are you ready? My man. Let's do it. Favorite musical artist? Drake. 
Drake. Okay, that's one of my top three. <laughs> well, I mean, how can you not listen to Drake? Even his like non-hits are just bangers, bro. So exactly. I'm, I'm such a fan. Um, favorite food? Uh man, I'd probably say Mexican food. You know, from the south, from Texas. So yeah, I think I think that's it. You guys get that Tex-Mex out there too, man. That is like that's a problem. <laughs> that is some good good stuff right there. Um, favorite vacation spot? Hmm. I'd probably say Jamaica. I went on a cruise and ended up in there, uh, stopping at Jamaica and stayed there for a day, and it was beautiful. So hopefully get to go back sometime. Bro, I'm jealous. I've never been. That is on the list. Um, favorite player to model your game after? Mm. I'd probably say Levante David. I think just yeah. how yeah, how he does, how he handles himself in the box and you know how he kind of makes plays. I like I like watching him. Dude, he's a monster. I love Levante David. And like him, too, you're very good in the pass game, too, which I think, uh, you know, run defense is a big part of the linebacker playing downhill. But in today's game, you got to be able to do the pass. And you do that exceptionally well. Last question I got for you. Favorite memory at Baylor uh, playing for the Bears? Yeah, I would say definitely winning the Big 12 championship this year. Um, kind of just bring together all the work that you put in the last five years into one moment. And, you know, kind of just sitting back and being able to reflect on that and, you know, something that we'll always have to, to look forward to. Awesome, man. Well, Terrell Bernard, thank you so much for coming on, my man. We are stoked for your future. And, uh, man, let's stay in touch. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on.